fine. Um, good to be back. And today we are joined with Match Lee. Good to see you again, Matt. How have you been? You too. I've uh, been doing great. Mostly, you know, locked down and, and dealing with the scary world and watching movies. <laughs> that's the best way to be spending it. And that's why I've been doing too. Um, and talking about scary worlds, uh, Ryan Kendall, how are you? Good, sir. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all right. I'm in bed. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> it's raining, so it's a nice, like, rainy Saturday morning. After this, I'll probably go sleep again or have some breakfast. Then sleep. I don't know. Whichever or. Sounds like a great morning. And uh, plenty plenty on the watch pile there, Kendall. To join I'm actually, sketch. like, <laughs> I'm almost finished my watch pile. God, I've still got like 100 films or something, but you know, I've got like two weeks annual leave, so <laughs> that'll probably be very empty soon. So, oh. you know, well, yeah. I hope some mail shows up for you very shortly. So, uh, I got the Vincent stuff that I've like nearly chugged through already. <laughs> already, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I've still got, got a few Vincents to get through too, so got quite a pile there. So, Vincent's all... good for like when you just want to like shut your brain off. Yeah. Especially like yesterday on Friday night after like a week of work, I'm like, Vincent, done, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, last night I, I actually watched the Vinegar Syndrome. I was just just tired and didn't feel like thinking. I chucked on Blood Games. And, oh, uh, oh, how good is it? It's a great film. It's oh like, my God. It's, it's Masterpiece. A very, yeah, it's actually a really good sort of um, hillbilly sort of revenge movie. It was really fascinating. I, um, but yeah, so so that's always good for a weekend or Friday night. Just Just a bit of fun, a bit of schlock. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, cool. Matt, did you have any vinegar syndromes yourself? Do you just wondering? I, I, I have not uh, gone down that rabbit hole yet. <laughs> it's a very dangerous one. Don't once you start. <laughs> I, I've gathered as much. Yeah, yeah. Once you start, there's a uh, because yeah, you can go through a whole other label. But anywho, uh, so today we're here to talk about the new uh, indicator titles that have been announced for October. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, I think. You guys might correct me on this, but it looks like there's been a bit of a shuffle because last month's titles we spoke about were meant to be for September. No, sorry, they were meant to be for August, sorry. And now they got pushed back to September. And this this technically uh, is, an, is an October title, which could have been a September title. I'm not, not sorry, I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah. um, but because but... like um, the Eve and um, Sweet Charity got pushed back. Those titles got pushed back. A month, and so yeah, this one Fu Manchu box set is the October release. Yes, yes, cool. So it, it is October for this title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Indicator announced um, one new title for October, and it is a box set. So you are getting a, a box set which contains uh, five films, and this is a Fu Manchu box set, and this is the Fu Manchu cycle from 1965 to 1969, all starring Christopher Lee. have been tried and condemned of crimes almost without number. Your efforts to build an empire of crime have today brought you to the end you so richly deserve. Death to Fu Manchu. The face of Fu Manchu. There's a man whom I thought was dead. Now I believe he's still alive. He's cruel, callous, brilliant and the most evil and dangerous man in the world. He used as his most trusted servants a gang of Burmese dacoits 
and taught them to strangle their victims with these prayer scarves from Tibet. From this fog-shrouded graveyard in London's Limehouse, the evil genius of Dr. Fu Manchu stalks its victims. Christopher Lee as the merciless Dr. Fu Manchu, who cast a black shadow of fear across innocent um, so just want to quickly ask, do a bit of a round table. Have you guys seen any Fu Manchu films um, in particular or years? Or? I feel like I have, but I don't think I have. Maybe I've, maybe it's just like I've seen Christopher Lee playing a Chinese man so many times that I've just thought <laughs> it was a Fu Manchu. I mean, I've seen the band Fu Manchu, if that's anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have not seen any of these. Yeah, yeah. No, I've only seen two of them because Blue Underground released them many years ago. That was The Blood of Fu Manchu and Castle. But once again, my memory is a bit hazy on them, so it would be great to have a revisit on the set. So, um, But having said that, I mean, Christopher Lee was in the Hammerbox set um, with the, the terrible, terrible tongs. Tongs, yeah, where he yeah. kind of played a Fu Manchu type character. Um, mm. but, but yeah, this is you know the official series with him. So yeah, so basically, look, there's five films in the collection. There's um, starting off The Face of Fu Manchu from 1965, directed by Don Sharp. Um, there's The Brides of Fu Manchu from 1966, also directed by Don Sharp. Um, there's The Vengeance of Fu Manchu from 1967, directed by Jeremy Summers. There's The Blood of Fu Manchu, directed by Jess Franco, or Jesus Franco. And there's The Castle of Fu Manchu from 1969, also directed by uh, you know, Jess Franco. So uh, this this is quite a box set. Um, they all have new K, sorry, new 4K restorations on each of the prints. I think Studio Canal owns these. So yeah, just just thought I'd do an open discussion. What do you guys think of this this box set? Are you excited for it? Are you curious about it? What what are your thoughts? You go, Matt. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, my my first reaction was kind of a similar to the Hammer, I think, Volume Three with all the was, that, that was the one with all the war movies, right? It was Volume yeah. Three? Yes. Um, which was kind of like I'm not totally sure that this is my thing, and I'm not totally sure that these are going to age well enough to <laughs> to still be entertaining today. Um, I watched some of the trailers, and I mean, they do look like fun and just like reading through this page and I'm sure you'll read through it. That'll be a good, like 20 minute chunk of the episode. Like the supplements on this set are nuts and every single movie says more extras to be announced. So it's like, if there's any, you know, entertainment, cultural value to be gotten, it seems like indicator has dug up all of it. Absolutely. And it will give some, some, context to where they stand today in terms of you know the appropriation of them shall we say mm-hmm. um um kendall what do you think of this announcement what were your, your thoughts on it my thoughts um i was like oh only one title released i'm like that's fine i don't mind it's a box set all good um i don't know so i'm i'm not i'm gonna grab it anyway uh anything christopher lee i'm always interested in to love in his uh, prime in the 60s. Uh, I do, I have heard the words Fu Manchu like in years of watching movies. It's like it's always been a name 
I've heard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to actually um watch these films probably for the first time will be a fun experience. I do yeah. No, I'm interested. I like it. I'm just like wondering if these because it said Studio Canal, so when I just I thought these were like part of an Amicus or um Hammer studio. Cause it feels like it's a it feels like Hammer would do a Fu Manchu style thing. So mm. I guess they did with the Terror of the Tongs. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well look they they're all I think these are all like some were British, some were you know, international productions, so mm. Um, because you, you made a good point. I mean, I, I thought that they had some sort of hammer or amicus connection, but they don't. They actually weren't, but they feel like it because obviously mm-hmm. Christopher Lee's in it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, look, I'm, I'm excited for this box set. I've seen, like I said, two of the films, and my memory's very hazy because that was over a decade ago. I saw those Blue Undies DVDs. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm, I'm excited. that The more Christopher Lee in the collection, the better. Um, like I said, they look like a bit of fun. Looks like some pulpy sort, sort of entertainment. Um, yeah. And, you know, whatever indicator does, it kind of, I think this kind of fits them perfectly in terms of their style and, and the films that they acquire. So, um, no, I'm, I'm very excited for this to, to give it a go. I, like I said, uh, and interesting, um, you know, people were pointing out this is finally they have Jess Franco in the collection or yeah. Franco. Uh, so Jess Franco was, was a Spanish filmmaker who did hundreds of films. I've actually got two books on the guy and like two mm. volumes and they're massive like telephone books because he did so many films. Um, yeah. Just Franco, he was known for his sort of sort of horror or erotic type films, and um, and zoom from in, memory, zoom outs, zoom in, zoom outs. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And from memory, uh, the blood of Fu Manchu um, had Franco style. Like there was a lot of S and M, and you know, girls being tied up, and and just sort of erotic sort of material. So um, mm-hmm. that that's interesting. That's very interesting about Just Franco being in the collection. So. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's good news. So I'm 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 keen to revisit all of them. Um, cool. So like I said, the, the box set. Um, I mean, like I said, there's so many extras. I could um, probably won't go through it all because, like like I said, Matt, I'll be here for 20 minutes. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, there's interviews. There's Super 8 versions, which we all love. Um, I'm just going through now. There's um, obviously you know, new new audio commentaries on on the films, and it appears like in new interviews. They're all 4K restorations, like I said. Um, I guess in terms of the packaging, it is a, a limited edition box set, which comes with a 120-page book, um, which has new essays uh, by Tim Lucas. Um, it also includes a, a number of articles and uh, sorry, archival materials. Um, it, if you pre-order direct, I believe you get a limited edition poster, if I'm not mistaken, which looks... Yes. Yeah, it's Pretty a Fu Manchu for Mayor poster <laughs> of, of the era. Mm. <laughs> Very cool and very appropriate. <laughs> uh, and you get the poster, and um, it's limited to 6,000 uh, copies itself. So, yeah, look, a really cool, fun-looking box set. Um, yeah, and like, like I said, you can go to the web, obviously on the website, they have the, they're going to use the poster art for each of the um, front covers, which is cool. Uh, they, they look really fun, really pulpy. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely cool, cool. Um, yeah, any other thoughts on... Fu Manchu. There's some other uh, cool. Looks like there was some silent serial that they did. There's a couple of episodes from from the 20s. Um, mm. There was just another adaptation of the book that looks. I'm always a sucker for stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah. So that that's actually a pretty big extra. So um, I think they're going to include a like 
two two serials um obviously from yeah, yeah. 1923 wow um so uh i, I guess just a, a different adaptation of the material which is really cool i include that mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah awesome um because kind of like that um you know we were talking about the the man magician that included the three stooges sort of shorts that they chucked mm. on as well, which was really cool like i mean yeah. it's an, a neat little extra to chuck those sort of shorts and serials on so um yeah if indicator can start to do more of that with the material then definitely i'd, I'd be very keen to okay. did you want to talk about that little racial history on um our little on um what's the fu manchu oh yeah of course yeah. Cool. ryan if you want to kick it off We'll have a bit of a look fuck cancel culture <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say like yes it is semi-racist christopher lee doesn't put on a chinese accent i've watched the trailer so i'm i can pass that much he's still as british as fucking anything but he so he's not doing the mickey rooney you know breakfast at tiffany's thing no. no he's not doing that so it's really just on makeup um <clears throat> i was looking i feel it's been played by a few people but i know bella lugosi played through manchu peter sellers and someone else i completely <laughs> forgot you fucking played it but yeah um what was this what who was it what was, who wrote it it was sax roma rumor yeah Yes. That's really, he created it. He, racist man, saying his, uh, <laughs> what do you say, um, Matt, that his Ouija board told him China man. It's like, how will I become yeah, he, he, <laughs> Yep. How will he make his fortune? And the Ouija board said China man, and that's how he came up with Fu Manchu was his <laughs> venture. That's a little damning for the, at least for the, for the books. Yeah. It's, the, it's so weird just like one of those stories is like is this true or are you just an asshole like <laughs> um but it was that he's had 13 books in the Fu Manchu series he had three no four from 1913 to 1917 then he stopped for 14 years and he came back and finished it off um he tried to get like a radio stage play made during the war but america said american britain said you're not doing that because china are on our side so no not happening at all <clears throat> um it he's kind of came off that yellow peril state that was going on mm. that happens with a lot of white people when they see something different they're just like what is that i'm scared of it ah. yes. so kind of based off that that as well so yeah it was kind of like that new thing of like <clears throat> two cultures meeting together and they had no idea fucking what's going on it's like our cultures are so different how is this going to work and you know people that don't know what you know people who if you don't know what works or what something is you're a bit afraid of it at first until you figure out you get used to it thing i don't know just Mm -hmm. white people in general (laughs) no no my little thing at the moment no 
Um, like I said, I know that it's based off a, a pulpy British book series. That That's all I really knew. So thank you. I, I didn't know too much on the background. I know there's been tons of adaptations, radio, serials, whatnot of the character, even um, as recent as, um, oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nicolas Cage did Grindhouse. it in um, fucking, was it yeah. Rob Zombie's, like, trailer for the Grindhouse? Werewolf Women of the SS, yes, and Nicolas Cage. I remember seeing that, and I was, <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Nicolas Cage is Fu Manchu, so it's... Look, I'd, I'd like, pay money to see that. <laughs> Even though I don't like <laughs> Rob Zombie's films a lot, I would give him money just to fucking make that. Yeah, Werewolf Women of the SS. Um, please exactly. make it happen, Rob. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's a character that's been around, and like I said, I know of, <clears throat> know of the character, but I didn't know too much, so hopefully this box set gives some context to the character um, and also, you know, culturally at the time. And, and what, once again, it, it's a product of its time, and I think people tend to forget that and get very oversensitive about things when they mm. have to put it into context. Um, and like I said, like you said, um, Ryan, he's not, like, Christopher Lee's not putting on an accent. And, and same with the terrible tongs. Like, he wasn't putting on an accent. He was no. being Christopher Lee. He was playing, playing himself, essentially. And, and the character is not, you know, you know, based on what I've seen and what I read, the character's meant to be quite intelligent, too. So Christopher Lee kind of fits the role quite perfectly in that sense. So, no, I think... Um, People should really, you know, give it a give it a go and and, and look at the extras um, yeah, around that. Um, Matt, are there any other thoughts you have on about the series itself or any of the the background? Yeah, I I mean, I, you know, I have no issue with this being released, and I you know I underscored like I'm excited to dig into all of it, and, and obviously we have plenty of questionable sort of of their time racial commentaries. Uh, that have been restored on Blu-ray. I I do a little bit question the timing. It seems like, like a strange choice. <clears throat> um, you know, in a world of kind of mass civil rights and racial injustice protests, it mm. seems a little bit bizarre to, to me to, to decide to put this out right now, but far be it for me to, you know, question what they're turning out, and, and I'm excited to get into it. I, I did think, you know, I saw a few comments when they posted the release of people that were a little bit bothered by it. And it just seemed like if you mm. waited a couple of months for things to cool off a little bit, yeah. it might have been a little bit better received. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's, it's yeah, it is interesting timing of what's happening in the world and, um, you know, such tension occurring. And um, so. Yeah, no, but yeah, like I said, I think it's they, they're just releasing it as is, and you know, you right. make your own decision. Um, you, you make up your own mind. You don't have to get it. Um, I think the the big one. I remember last year was it Criterion release Swing Time, and that was the blackface one, and yeah, that was pretty controversial. But once again, I think Criterion were just like presenting it as a right context, and they didn't like well, and they things. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they did throw, I don't have that one, I think they did throw a supplement on there that kind of addressed, that contextualized all of that, and I'd love to see oh. in these more extras that they've put, you know, listed on the set that to, to sort of contextualize some of the racial commentary a little bit more. I think that it yes. modernized the, the whole thing a little bit. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, there was an extra on there as well. Yes, yes, I forgot because I saw it last year when it came out, that release. But uh, yeah, and it looks like based on this box set, there's going to be like commentaries, extra, so, and new new commentaries from this you know, from this year. So I'm sure they will give some right. context on, on the film as well. So it's an interesting topic. Um, it's very heated in this time of, um, you know, you know just, just release and, and it's a very sensitive time. So no, but it's an interesting title to release. So um, I think maybe they've probably been working on it for a while and just happen to be ready at this time. So yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't touch films. Leave them as they are. Yeah. Yeah, well the worst thing you do is censor it or try and pretend it never existed. So, you know. Exactly. And yeah, that's the problem with the cancel cultures. Like if you keep on trying to erase it all, then you know that saying that if you don't remember your past, you're doomed to repeat it. So I was just like, well, fucking, you know. <laughs> well, just let it out there, show people what it is, and like, this is what you don't do. All right. Uh, shall we move on? Uh, excellent. So, yes, so that's yes. October. That's Fu Manchu. Um, we did announce on the last episode that um, Dracula was coming um, for October, but I'm guessing because of the pushback on all the titles, um, possibly November dracula might mm. be out so um yeah so there was a bit of a shuffle like like we were saying earlier in the episode <clears throat> title so looks like it probably won't be out for for a bit but um but yeah so so keep posted for that um cool so um yeah i just want to also cover um once again it's a bit of debate if these guys are really you know part of powerhouse um i mean i think it's the same sort of company limewood media even though they're not part of the indicator label or powerhouse but anti-worlds um, so Anti-Worlds is kind of a sub-label, um, and they mainly focus on new films and acquiring some, you know, new, new sort of obscure underground films. And and the first three titles that they did was Relax a Holiday and Chain for Life, and I enjoyed all three of those. Um, but they've actually just announced three new titles, so it's good to see them back because they were quiet for a few months, like a, a good three, four months. They were you know, pretty much didn't announce anything. So um, their three titles are... Uh, Penny Slinger, Out of the Shadows, Best Before Death, and Krabby 2562 Limited Edition. Um, what do you guys think of this announcement from Anti-Worlds? And um, it's good to see them back too, I guess I was going to say. I didn't mind it because, like, I'm interested to see where they go with their stuff, with their new films. Um, the same before, I, I think Chained for Life was the best out of the three in their first announcement, I think. And oh, these are all docos as well, and I'm really interested in this penny slinger. Mm. Mostly, it looks very interesting. Yeah, what what a cover too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. Um, Matt, what do you think of the, these new anti worlds that got announced? Three titles. Yes, I, I have not heard of any of these, and I haven't picked up any of their releases yet. Um, they it, it kind of like the the line that they're putting out so far sort of reminds me of what like oscilloscope is doing in the states if you guys have picked yes. up any of their stuff yes um and i think there's there's at least a little bit of overlap in, in just these first few titles i think um crabby uh 2562 looks looks interesting to me i mean i you know this is like a thai uk collaboration i really haven't seen any presence of like thai film on you know in physical media that's not like wearisitical so you know i think it's it's interesting to get representation from a country that we don't usually hear much from 
exactly. in this context. Absolutely. Yeah, no, um, Krabby, I'm actually most interested for. And you're right, there is a bit of an overlap with, they're kind of like the UK oscilloscope in a way, like what they're doing with some of their titles. Because um, you're right, Relaxa is, is a bit of an overlap there too. Yeah. Um, but no, I enjoyed the first three. Um, so I am curious about the, the second lot. So, uh, but yeah, Krabby definitely interests me me the most out of the lot. So um, uh, yeah, just thought I'd give those guys a shout out because I don't know, like, like I said, they're, they're, they're not part of Powerhouse, but they kind of are. It's a bit of an interesting situation and the spines actually have uh negative numbers so minus one minus two minus three um on the I love that. that's the greatest oh it's a great that's idea. interesting yeah yeah and they actually and they look really nice next to powerhouse as well sorry indicator as well so um yeah so i thought i'd just just mention that so all, all three of these sets are going to be limited editions um obviously um they'll include include booklets and a number of extras like always um yeah once again anti-worlds do put a ton of effort into their releases as well because they all include a number of you know interviews you know documentaries um you know a whole bunch of different things so once again there's a whole there's a ton of extras on all of these releases so um and it looks like these are all slated for september these releases so um yeah definitely check out any worlds as well um which is another cool little uh, label in the UK world of titles. Cool, cool. Cool. Uh, alrighty. So, and also just want to cover just a bit of news. We're just going to quickly go over because it's been a bit of a lighter month in terms of announcements. But um, Indicator did announce that a few titles are going out of stock and out of print very soon. So, the out of print titles which are happening are, which are sorry, coming soon are Ghost of Mars, The Reckless Moment. Breakout, Castle Keep, Housekeeping, The Wonderful World of Ray Harryhausen, Volume 1, Hammer, Criminal Intent, Volume 2, The Odyssey File, uh, Ministry of Fear, Missing, To Serve With Love, Age of Consent, and Hammer, Volume 3, Blood and Terror. So quite a decent amount of titles which are close to going out of print. Mm. Uh, so I just want to you know, warn viewers, if you will. So if you haven't picked up those titles, please jump on it. Uh, because obviously there's there are some great titles in that list there. Um, any favorites from that list you guys want to recommend to anyone to pick up before it goes out of print? Uh, Matt, are there any there that kind of stand out? Um, I'll throw out uh, Castle Keep is one of my just absolute favorite individual mm. releases. That they, I feel like I've recommended it every single time that I've talked about just my favorite indicator releases, but I just I think that's a really great one that it's a little bit unsung. Yeah, I second that. That is a really cool um, war flick. I love that. Yeah, it's such an unusual film. Yeah. Burt Lancaster, is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Hammer films are always good. Uh, what else was there? Uh, Housekeeping. Very has not yeah, here, but one. Housekeeping was interesting. Yeah, I like that one. I would. I would recommend. Yeah, I was going to say from that list. I would recommend Housekeeping. That was actually. A real discovery for me that film because um, I know the director did a local hero which I'm, I'm a massive fan of as well and Criterion actually released that but um, housekeeping was his follow-up film and um, I think I think it was from Canada and it's it's a really great film about a woman just kind of going off the edge slowly but having a bit of a, a breakdown and um, it's it's well it deals deals with mental health as well um so mm. i i think healthkeeping was a gem and um 
and I highly recommend people pick it up before it goes out of print. So, um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of gems on this list here. So, um, Ghost of Mars. I'd, yeah. I'd throw out a missing as well as a, as a, that's the Costa Gavras one, I believe that they released. Yes. That's, no, that's yeah, a really yeah. fantastic one. Yeah. Absolutely, and um, that had um, oh, wasn't it Sissy Spacek was in there? Yeah, Sissy Spacek and uh, Jack Lemon. Is that the one with uh, Jack Lemon in it? Yeah. Yeah. Jack, yes. Yeah. yeah. Based oh. on the true story as well, and they give you a little um, rundown on that too, which is cool. Yeah, great. Um, so yeah, people like I said, uh, get on them while you can because the limited editions are. I'm sure they'll reissue them um, as standard, but like I said, the limited editions are really nice in terms of the you know the actual packaging itself and, and booklet and um so uh jump on these titles if you can because you know once they go out of print that, that's kind of it so but it, like i said it's good to see some of these are finally going out of print because some of these are actually earlier titles from from back when the label started like castle keep was actually quite an early title so it's good to see it finally going out of print um it took a while but they got there so which is good mm, i know right just uh, need a few sales for it to go out of print Yes, yeah. Um, and yeah, just just bit news. Um, Ryan, I think I'll I might pass over to you with Olivia passing away. Do you want to? Oh, my darling, up? Olivia, hundred and four. <laughs> Their fucking innings. <laughs> I'll give her that. Um, yeah, she passed away. I think everyone should go see and buy the Snake Pit, which is uh the only title that Powell has has released with her in it from memory it's a great film it's very like pro shock treatment too mm. which is weird <laughs> but still a good film um i think she's wonderful and i oh, was it i think i said this in the other episode before that um she sued the people who made that um mini series doco on um joan and um yeah, the the feud. Um, yeah, the feud. Yeah, she like sued the yeah. people. She didn't like the way she was portrayed, and she did that at like a hundred and one or something. Yeah, which is like just the greatest thing ever. <laughs> like just still suing people at a hundred and one is like that's that's what I want to aspire to. <laughs> uh, Matt, what what do you think of this news with her her passing? She's a legend. Uh, I'm yeah. I mean. Um, Obviously, it's sad. I mean, at 104, it's kind of one of those, like, this sounds very insensitive, but it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you read the news that she died, and my first reaction was like, oh, yeah, Olivia de Havilland was still alive. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, no, this is really sad. Um, but, I mean, second, you know, the recommendation to go and buy The Snake Pit, it's a great way ahead of its time Uh movie about mental health also you know in the last year or so the heiress uh criterion released that mm. which is also a fantastic fantastic movie that she stars in yeah exactly absolutely and yeah same here like it was one of those things where you know i also to be honest until they announced her birthday the other day i'm like oh she is still well last month it was her birthday 104 my like, oh she is still alive wow okay so because she was she's one of the last sort of golden age sort of actresses from the era um yeah. yeah from memory like i think still alive like she was one of the last few out there so uh, yeah. it is sad but like i said she lived a, a very long and, and prosperous life so um yeah i mean like i said she's she's got some yeah snake pit's a great recommendation and like you said 
the high risk. I, I love that film. Um, that was one of my favorite criteriums of last year. So uh, definitely check those two out if you want to see her at her at her best in terms of performances. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and yeah, look, and, and just a bit of other news. Um, there are well, not really rumors, but Indicator have kind of hinted at themselves, but. Um, a Ray Harryhausen sort of mega centenary box set, which may be coming soon. Now, um, this all sparked from the postcards, which they did uh, about a month ago. Um, Ryan, could you mention a little bit? You know a little bit more about this. Um, um, what's so the deal with this? What I know, well, when they released those four postcards with, because um, it was Harry's hundredth, it was a hundredth birthday this year yes and so they had the harry housing um sale and with that they sent out um four little um limited postcards that they made and on the fine print it said um was it next year in 2021 there's a centenary collection Mm. that's the same the words they had so i'm not sure if it's a box set i don't know what it's gonna be it could be Fucking pop vinyls for all I know. <laughs> Hope it isn't pop vinyls because I hate fucking pop vinyls. <laughs> I hate them too with a passion. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's not a lot of information about it at the moment. It's just something is coming next year. I don't. I doubt they're gonna re-release stuff they've already released. It might. They put. They might have. Um. I mean, it's still got more films and stuff to. Uh, He's still got more films in the collection that Indy haven't released, so they might do that in a big box set. Mm. It might even come with, like, a little uh, figurine or something. I don't know. Like, they do how they do the bust heads, the head busts, or, you know. Like, yeah, could be. Could be. Could uh, be something interesting, like, like a little novelty thing they do. They might do a novelty thing with some films. Not too sure. Yeah, no. I'm just in the dark as anyone else, but I'm just going off a whim. Yeah, because speculating, because it was printed on the card. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, Matt, what do you think of this? I know that you like Harryhausen. What do you think of this supposed rumor, mega set, or whatever it's going to be? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I love every every single thing that they've put out and anything else that I've seen uh, that, that Ray Harryhausen was involved in. So, um, you know, my first instinct is because I, I know there are some rights issues with some of his other movies and I don't know mm. all the, the specifics behind that. It was just kind of speculated on when this news broke. So it's, you know, my first instinct is I hope that this isn't just sort of a repackaging of what they've already put out. I'm sure that they'll come up with something else new, but I hope that we get, I mean, if it is, inclusive of those things i hope that we at least get some more features in there um but i mean i'm sure whatever it is um it'll be amazing and i'll buy it so (laughs) well i was thinking when they announced this kind of of like i was saying with criteria maybe like a bergman style set where they could yeah um not only get the existing films they own but also make some exclusive titles in there too and do sort of like because because the bergman set they had a lot of exclusive hd titles in that box set so you had to get the box set in order to get those films in hd so um yeah like i said it, it's it's interesting with the rights it's a bit of a mishmash um so 
I'm I'm very curious to see what they do with this, and I'm hoping that um like I said it's all all speculation right now, but I know that they will do justice if they if there's a Harryhausen mega box set, there's you know couldn't be anyone better to do it than them. Um, I was gonna quickly say that because right now um it seems like because I just mentioned that list volume one one for world of Harryhausen is going out of print, but uh, volume two and the Sinbad box set are both out of print and. They 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 have really um, desired those two sets, particularly the Sinbad box set. That thing, mm. crazy money. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like. And I, would you sell your box sets if they do bring out that? If if this new thing is a huge box set, box set with all his films and like that they've already released, would you keep your other box sets? Oh yeah, I'll just I'll just keep buying copies. <laughs> <laughs> Triple dip. I'm the yeah. same. I'm I'm OCD. So. <laughs> and I do think um and and I think that because there's a Ray and Diana Harryhausen Foundation that's you know doing all this work to preserve his movies and they have like a podcast um that that I subscribe to and I mm-hmm. think that Indicator collaborated with them on the box sets if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. So you know I imagine that they'll provide some some new and interesting insights and materials. Exactly. And there's a documentary on um, Harry 2 as well that I'm sure might even be in this um, little thing coming out next year. Yeah, there's like a definitive documentary yeah. put on there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, it's... Oh, yeah. it's, it's interesting to see what this will be. What this will yeah. Be. No, no, I, th- I think it's, I'm, I'm very curious. Um, I guess, like I said, it's all... Uh, like I said, they've, they've pretty much announced it on that postcard in black and white, so it's not a rumor. I mean, they kind of announce it themselves, but uh, <clears> yeah, <throat> interesting to see what happens. But yeah, like I said, I, I definitely keep my sets because I'm just OCD with the spine numbers. But um, you know, it's that's just how I am. So it's, particularly when you know, Criterion did that Bergman box set, I kept all my old Bergmans because of the spine numbers. Yeah, you know, so that's just how I am. <laughs> um, I did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like I said, it was a pretty light month. It was just one box set. So I thought we'd, you know, talk about Anti-Worlds too and, and also just a bit of news. Um, so I guess the end, like, you know, because obviously there's a shorter episode than usual because the, the one title announced. Um, I just want to end the episode, just have a chat. Um, recent purchases, have you guys picked anything up recently? Uh, any any titles, anything, any, you know, it doesn't have to be indicator related, it can be non-indicator. Um yeah, Matt, I noticed that you picked up something which made me very jealous, I saw, recently. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very excited today uh, to get a knock on the door. Uh, UPS was dropping off a box that I was not expecting today because it technically hasn't come out yet with a big sticker that says, uh, do not display on shelf before whenever. And uh, yeah, the uh, complete Anya Zvarta box set from Criterion uh, showed up at my door today. So that was, uh, and, and we are recording on Friday. So I've got the whole weekend ahead of me of just binging through 39 movies. Um, so that was exciting. It's, yeah, I, I'm sure I can. Some of them are short films. So, you know. Um, no, but it is, it is as beautiful as advertised. It's smaller than the Bergman set, which I actually find it to be kind of the perfect size. It's, mm. I don't think it's quite twice the height of a standard criterion. Maybe it is, but I don't think maybe like one and a half times the height. And it's a little bit easier to like handle. Like that Bergman set is so huge and bulky that sometimes I just like don't want to be bothered to go and get it down off the shelf. And, you know, so this one's a little bit 
a little bit easier to handle while still being kind of amazing and cool looking and, and a proper tribute. Very, very cool. No, I, I, as I saw some comparisons between that and the, the Bergman set in terms of the, the, the size and looks like the perfect size. And, um, you know, I, I, you know I, I like from what I've seen from her films in the Criterion Collection, I've got the individual releases of some of the films. So I'm, I'm very keen how it works down here in Australia. Um, so basically, uh, Ryan, you can probably testify to this. We, we use Amazon AU and how it works is basically Amazon AU, they put a listing up randomly like it doesn't happen you can't pre-order it just happens on day of launch and then once that listing goes up i can then place an order and get it sent down here to australia so it's a bit of a, a hassle but but when it does go up i'm, I'm ordering it day one because I, I really really can't wait to get that box hit so um yeah looks looks amazing no very cool um and uh ryan you, you picked up anything recently anything uh so i got some vincens i got i bought off a mate, um, what was it? At last, the 1948 show. So I can watch some classic British comedy, <clears throat> which I just love dearly. Um, I'm also trying to like find the full collection of Spike Milligan's Q series, mm. which, like, because I've been watching on, I've been rewatching the like Monty Python doco on um, Netflix. Where it's just like six episodes and go through the whole history, and they talk about um, Spike's Q series and how it was just like ahead of its time and how they just loved it. And I'm just like fucking yes, I want that. I love Spike. Spike's amazing. Um, anything else? I don't know. Not much. No, I've just been slowing down on like buying stuff. Like last, what I do a lot is that. I fill up my cart and then I look at the price and then I delete everything. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, too expensive. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm just like saving because I want to move out. I'm saving to move out and I'm like getting that close to like almost being able to put a fucking deposit down on a house because, you know, I'm in lockdown. I can't really do much. So I'm just like accumulating money. I'm like, fuck, do I move out and rent or do I just buy a house? I don't know. <laughs> buy, buy. <laughs> yeah, that will be my next purchase, a house. <laughs> you purchased this one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm right in the middle of that right now. I'm buying a house uh, currently. So my, my Blu-ray purchasing has been uh, subdued a little bit. <clears throat> Other than giant Varda box sets. <laughs> You just wait for the sales. Yeah. It's like everything half price. Like, I can justify this. It's it's all a balancing act. Once it you, is. So like so I got my I yeah bought my apartment um about two years ago three years ago and um you know once you get the mortgage it's all just it's all a balancing act with Blu-rays you got to figure out how to shuffle the money around so yeah but once you get in that rhythm you you can get back on track so yeah mm. that, while they were when I. I got the property where I had to, yeah, I just couldn't buy for like a few months. I had to put on hold and then, yeah, got the rhythm going and, yeah, back on track. So exciting times. Yeah, everyone. So, uh, yeah, so I recently purchased, obviously, we had the Criterion Barnes & Noble sale. So, um, uh, yeah, like so I ordered quite a massive lot of titles. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. I shared them on the group. It was just like massive stacks of titles. So, 
I, I'm actually Criterion Blu-ray complete. So what I do, my strategy is every <clears throat> every six months I'll place a, a large order through the Barnes and Noble sales. So um, so th this year's sale was from yeah it was from January to um, July titles. So pretty much every title I just added to cart, added to cart. So I, I caught up. Um, but the good thing was um, I didn't actually use Barnes & Noble this year because I've had some, I don't want to talk negatively about them, but I have had some bad issues with them in the past two years. I I, I don't know, like I said, I don't want to sound negative, but um, they've, they've screwed up my orders a few times. And one time they actually sent my order back to the warehouse because they didn't fill out the customs form right. Anyway, long story. Um, but yeah, so so this year what happened was they all they all actually price matched on Amazon. So I just, mm -hmm. with Amazon and just grabbed everything. I just, you know, and, and it was it was a bit of a game because you had to wait till the price dropped. So I was just, you know, two titles, three titles, two titles, just like placing these separate orders. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, uh, but yeah, this year was, was was a whole bunch of titles like like good stuff like you know war of the worlds uh you know destiny rides again um you know the cameraman so just a whole mm -hmm. bunch of stuff from criterion um and matt you've you've grabbed some of those recently some some of the criterions from yeah some, in, in, yeah. in in my effort to uh to save money i restricted myself to three so i got i went with come and see um oh. the cameraman and salesman <laughs> Great. I was very excited when they upgraded Salesman. I love that movie. So, same here. Same here. Like it's one of the most fascinating docos of yeah. about following. And they threw on that that uh, documentary now episode. I don't know if you guys have checked that out, but it's a great show satirizing classic documentaries, and they threw that onto the Blu-ray release. Oh. Mm. I need to I really recommend that. Get, come and see. I do love that film. Yeah, I watched Come and See last, no, Thursday night. Yeah, I watched it the other night. And um, yeah, whew, that's that's a bleak movie, but but it is a real masterpiece. And uh, the, the oh, yeah. bleak is, is amazing. If there's one title, 100%, that's a great, great title to pick because it's one that's been rumored for years and, and finally got a release. So yeah, mm. I got that. So I'm slowly working my way through the sale titles there, um, slowly but surely, and I'll, I've got a, a massive watch list I need to get through, so um, I'll, I'll get through those as well. Yeah, slowly but surely. Cool. Um, yes, like I said, a lighter episode than usual because, like I said, it was just just the one title that was announced. Um, so hopefully, maybe next month there'll, there'll be more titles that we can obviously discuss further um, in detail. So yeah, a bit of a short episode today. Uh, cool. Um, well, look, I'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up now. Um, yeah, so, you know, appreciate time today, guys. Uh, bit, like I said, a bit of a lighter month with, with titles. Um, you know, next month, I'm sure, will we'll be a stacked month in November because I'm, I'm theorizing that things got pushed back a bit. So we'll, we'll see what happens until then. But, um, yeah, um, we'll see you all then. See you later. Cheerio. Cheerio.